What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream. My name is Matt, and today I am proud, excited to announce I am with a new co-host, the one and only, the luckiest girl in the world, <laughs> Christina Primo, my wife. Well, my cheeks are so red. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. How are you? Why are you talking like that? <laughs> It's my You're, sexy, sultry voice. My my, uh, what's it called? Your um, receptionist voice. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen a movie Joyride with Paul Walker? No. Oh, you sound like uh Paul Walker imitating a female to a truck driver. Well, I don't know what that means. I don't know if I should be offended or not. You should be offended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. I just committed a sin and touched Mike with my boobs. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Like I said, this is Surfing the Stream. Each week, we are on a quest to find what is the greatest movie of all time. Normally, I do this with Christian for one series, and then myself, I do my own series. Well, this is our first movie review of a non-series movie. Like, not a particular series in a month that we're doing. So, you get to have that that specialty. Well, it's about time you leveled up. Sorry, Christian. Excuse me. Uh, I'm just saying, me and Chris were meant for each other. Uh, no, I have letters from high school that prove that you and I were meant for each other. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we won't get weird. Yeah, okay. So, like I said, we're on a quest to find what is the greatest movie of all time. We have done horror movies in review. We reviewed horror movies throughout the month of October. Last month in November, we reviewed all of the 90s action movies. Typically, we do uh, two reviews a week. Christian and I just finished up Batman in review, so we've reviewed all the Batman movies. And then we're going to be starting Die Hard in review because... That is not a, a Christmas movie. It is the greatest, is Chris, greatest Christmas movie of all time. This is false information. <laughs> I cannot sit here and allow this to happen. Uh, there's We already discussed this. There's Ho 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 written there. There's Christmas. There's Christmas Party... If it doesn't give me the warm, fuzzy feels, it's not a Christmas movie. What are you talking about? He risked his life to save his wife, whose name is Holly, by the way. Oh, <laughs> Christmas name. Wow. <laughs> Christmas movie. Well, my name is Christina, which is close to Christmas. So, I mean, what is more beautiful than a man risking his life for his wife? Well, you, can, I will, you can see that any time of the year. I'm just saying. It doesn't have to be a Christmas. Yeah, you can see it any time of the year because it's timeless. Anyway. Yep. Just go, you can't win this fight. Not a Christmas movie. So, yeah. Die Hard in review. I'm doing Terminator in review for this month. I've already reviewed Terminator 1. Terminator 2 is going to be coming out shortly. And we have not decided what we're going to be doing for January yet between the two series. But. Today, this is why I brought my wife on, because she is a Christmas fanatic, as if you couldn't tell by the little argument we just had right there. The Christmas Chronicles Part 2 is what we're going to be reviewing today. But first, Tina, Mm -hmm. do you know how people can support us? Your Patreon. Indeed. (laughs) You can go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. And there's a $5 tier, $10 tier, and a $20 tier. 
Shout out to our $20 tier members, Eric Hernandez, Carmen Edmonds, and Sharon Petrie. We could not do this without y'all. Y'all put the lights on in the building, so to speak. Christmas Chronicles Part 2. Obviously, it's the second movie of the series, Mm -hmm. if you couldn't tell. No way. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, if you're new here, this is what we do. I'm going to run through some fun facts, and then we're going to talk about the plot a little bit. I'm going to run through the plot, the little details, the minor details. And we're going to try to keep it a little spoiler-free. If we die, wait, are you going to be able to do this spoiler-free? I'm going to try my very best. How about we just go ahead and do this? We're going to try our best to do spoiler-free, but there you risk the chance of spoilers. spoilers. So if you have not seen Christmas Chronicles Part 2, go ahead and back out. Go watch it. It's on Netflix. And I, then come I back. Won't, I, won't, I won't spoil nothing. I'll probably spoil something. I'm pretty oh, bad geez. about it. No, you're supposed to be the pro. No, usually I'll talk about I'll start talking about the movie and then like halfway through the review I'll go, oh yeah, spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> I'm bad about it. Okay. Yeah. So just in case, spoiler. This is your last warning. So I'll run through the plot and then we'll talk about our general impressions and then we'll give you our score slash buy, sell, or skip, which is our new system that we are ranking slash rating our movies on and games for our two game podcast, which by the way if you are a friend of games and nerd culture, then go check out our other podcast, Two Game Podcast. That's the number two and game. So Christmas Chronicles Part 2 was directed by Chris Columbus, not to be confused with the guy that found America. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't want to make that. <laughs> He was also the director of Harry Potter 1 and 2, Home Alone 1 and 2, which Home Alone is fantastic, by the way, if nobody's ever seen that. One of my top five favorites. Uh, Christmas movies, yes. Yeah, well, yeah, Christmas movies. Uh, and Mrs. Doubtfire, which was also fantastic. Um, hello, shout out, Robin Williams, rest in peace, we love you. Yeah, yeah, what she said. <laughs> this movie was released on November 25th, 2020. On Netflix, it has an unknown budget because, well, Netflix doesn't share that with the general public. And we also don't know how many views, plays, whatever that it got because, again, they don't share that stuff. Normally, right here, I would... So, let's run through the plot real quick before we give our general impressions. This was set two years after the first film. It follows Kate, which is the little girl from the first movie. Mm -hmm. Claire, the mom. Teddy, who's the... uh, Douchebag boy. Hey. Eh, he's, he's a, a little... teenager. All yeah. teenagers are douchebags at some point. Yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're spending their Christmas in Cancun, Mexico with Claire's new boyfriend, Bob. And that's a terrible name for Tyrese. Right, Tina? <laughs> <laughs> I have certain feelings about Tyrese's name in the movie. So, yes, it's terrible. Yeah, he doesn't really fit. His little profile there. I'll say it for you. Yeah, that's about... He's there with his son, Jack. And they're having a little Christmas vacation. And then Kate is all like in her feelings because she wants to be back home in Boston for Christmas because it's all snowing and... Can I just say that I'm with Kate on this? I mean... I don't want no tropical Christmas. Do not bring me just... 
for the record, do not ever bring me somewhere tropical for Christmas. Duly noted. Okay. Duly noted. So she wants to be back in Boston. In fact, she decides to run away and go back home. Jack, uh, Bob's son, (laughs) follows her, and they both unexpectedly get transported to the North Pole by the nefarious Belsnickel through a wormhole. Yeah, what she said. Not a wormhole. What'd you say? (laughs) A wormhole. You said a (laughs) wormhole. Shout out. I said a wormhole. (laughs) I said wormhole. I'm pretty sure you said worm. I'm pretty sure I said worm. Roll the tapes. Let's hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Belsnickel used to be an elf and he steals the Christmas star. And in a scuffle with Santa, it gets destroyed. And apparently this powers the North Pole. And there's like a force field or something. Uh, it's called the, um, well, darn. Star of Bethlehem. Well, no, I'm talking about what, like, the the layer that's over the North Pole that protects them from outside creatures and whatnot. It, they've got a name for it. Well, anyways. Uh, Santa and Kate go on a journey to find a new Star of Bethlehem. To save Christmas. And that is the gist of the movie. So, how did you like it? I mean, it it didn't compare to the first for me. Nope. No. Nope. Which most, uh, most second movies never do. It's really hard to top the first movie. I don't know. It, it had Kurt Russell, obviously, who I, I like to refer to as Sexy Santa. I like how he was accompanied by Goldie Hawn more in this movie than the first movie um, because it's nice to see them play off of each other in a movie since they are actually together in real life. Um, so they will forever be known as Santa and Mrs. Claus in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the actual movie goes, it just didn't hit it for me like the first one. Yes, I absolutely agree. I, w- I went into this with very high expectations. I thoroughly enjoyed the first one. The first one, I gave it a four out of five. It's actually one of my favorite Christmas movies. And Mm -hmm. Tina will tell you, I'm not a Christmas guy, hardly at all. No. Uh, There's only a hand. I may watch five Christmas movies. Five? Yeah, five. Please name them. And Die Uh, Hard cannot be one. uh, It is one. No. And I will name that one. Okay, okay, no. List five that you will watch with your family that are uh, family oriented. Batman Returns. That is not a freaking Christmas movie. Uh, there's Christmas in it. I quit. I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Peace out. Die Hard 2 is also a Christmas movie. No. What are you but it's doing? Not near, it's not nearly as good as Die Hard. So You're ruining Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we obviously, we know. Grinch. I know the Grinch. Jim Carrey's the Grinch. Grinch is probably my second favorite. Okay. Christmas Chronicles is going to be my third favorite, okay. probably. Well, Home Alone's obviously up there, right? Home Alone, Santa Claus. Santa Claus is good. One, if I'm getting a little, if I have a little drink in me, may, maybe Santa Claus 2. That's about the extent of the Christmas movies that I go with. Okay. Which one was it? That's, yeah, I think Santa Claus 2 is, or is that 3 where he has the baby? Baby? Oh, that's 3. Okay, well then 3 is 3 over 2. What? I don't, I don't like Jack Frost in the second one. Jack Frost isn't in the second one. Is that the third one? Where that's he, the third, that's third one. one where he has the baby. <laughs> second, Who am I? I know. It's How late. do I know more about Christmas movies than you? It's late. <laughs> second one is when he finds Mrs. Claus. Oh, yeah. The, the third ass- one is when they have the baby. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Jeez. My bad. And she calls herself a Christmas fanatic. I am, but my goodness, you... <laughs> but I will... Back to our review, because, you know, you're starting to add, like, Christian, where we get off on tangents. Excuse me. So, I will agree with you on Kurt Russell. I think he plays the perfect Santa Claus. I would go even so far as to say he is the best Santa Claus. Tim Allen comes in second. I... As much as it pains me to say that, I think he does. Yeah, yeah. Kurt Russell plays that Santa Claus that you wish you had as like a grandfather yes. or like an uncle mm-hmm. or something. Because mm-hmm. he's he's cool. He is cool. In your words, he's a cool cat. He's a cool cat. He's a sexy Santa. Yeah, the beard. Oh, that beard is glorious, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so in this movie, you kind of he. You learn more about Santa's origin, the history of Christmas, which was kind of, I'm not going to say it's amazing by any means that they dive into this stuff, but it is kind of refreshing to not have this run-of-the-mill Christmas movie where they just save Christmas. They're actually, you're actually learning a little bit more about the origins and like the meaning behind it and so on and so on. Mm Mm-hmm. But yes, I came into this movie with high expectations. We watched this the night it came out, right? Yes. Yes. And it was one of those movies where I was telling my kids every five seconds, hey, if y'all are going to be quiet, you need to go to your rooms because I'm trying to pay attention. (laughs) And I don't normally do that with Christmas movies. I was looking very much forward to the Christmas song in the movie. Yeah. we, We didn't know if there would be one in the movie. We just assumed... Based off the first one, mm-hmm. which that song is epic, by the way. The first song rocks. Jailhouse rock. rock yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. And now they do this hot- uh, hotel, this airport song. What's the uh, flash mob? Is that what it's called? It's kind of, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it, just, it didn't hit it for me Mm-mm. on it. And it was like, I don't know if it was because the first song was so amazing that this one just fell flat or if it just fell flat on its own. It was cheesy. It was. It wasn't good. It wasn't. Sorry, Kurt. Yeah, I mean, you you tried. (laughs) But we're being hard on this movie, but I think I still... Would it be one of my first choices to watch? No. I'm obviously going to watch Jim Carrey's Grinch, Home Alone, uh, Part 1. I would definitely watch over this movie. But let's say we're doing like a marathon of Christmas movies, which would probably never happen, but if we were... Is that the damn truth? <laughs> uh, I think it complements the second one and the first one very well. I think you can watch one and then watch two, and it all flows very well, I think. Here's the thing. I've seen it more than you have because hashtag kids, and I feel like the more I watch it, the more I enjoy it, but even though I enjoy it more each time, it still will never beat the first. No, by all means, no. no. First one... I don't want to turn this into a review of the first one because that's kind of what it's turning into. Mm -hmm. But the first one just hit gold. Mm -hmm. Like, they got that... Nobody knew what to expect of Santa Claus, and they just did something very much different with Santa Claus. Because you know he's normally... Like, like Tim Allen's Santa Claus is kind of like the Santa Claus, the epitome of Santa Claus, right? Mm -hmm. Well, Kurt Russell went the... Hard rock kind of dude with the beard. By the mm. way, I mentioned it earlier. Sexy beard. Yeah. Sexy beard. Yeah. I wish I had a beard like that. Me too. It's a sexy. 
I mean, what, not me. You? And, not me as in I, I want a beard. Me as in I wish you had a beard. <laughs> like that. Anyways. Well. Continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will say this might be a... Actually, this is probably a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear this, probably skip ahead a couple of minutes. If not, pause it. Come back after you've seen it. I called the hell out of it when it was happening. And that was when she went to the airport, and she's t- and Kate is talking to the the young boy. Well, she gets like airport arrested because she was trying to pay for batteries with a twenty dollar bill that was obviously from twenty twenty mm-hmm. in nineteen ninety. They got sent back in time, and so she yeah she was sitting in airport jail. But yeah, she met this little boy who was there, and he had the what do they call it? The Christmas spirit. What? Oh, no, they were true believers. True believers of Santa. Yeah, say it like an L. Uh. True believer. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> and come to find out, the whole time I was telling I was telling you, I I bet that's her damn dad. Well, he said I, his last name was Pierce, so. Not until, not until later. Oh, okay. This, I'm telling you, when, when they first met, I was like, I, I bet they're going to make that his da- her dad. Mm-hmm. And she's been saying it the entire movie. She wished she had said goodbye to him. Mm-hmm. And then she gets that opportunity to mm-hmm. say goodbye to him. I was like, all right, I got your bad girl. I got to say, that you was get, my, trying to hit me in the feels. That was my favorite part of the movie. Yes. Was the moment with her dad. And the fact that it was lost in 1990. And I'm like, hey, shout out. That's where I was in 1990 at Christmas. So, yeah, overall, I, I enjoyed the movie. Is it better than the first one? No. Is it my favorite Christmas movie? No. Does it make my top five? No. But I think it's still enjoyable. I will say that the elves are the best part of the movie to me. Okay. But I don't like how Belschnickel. Belschnickel? 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 I don't like how. Um, he looks human. Yeah, when he turns back into an elf, he still doesn't look like an elf. I don't know, but then when he's like an actual human, he does have like a weird face that like, I'm like, yeah, he could be an elf. But when they actually do it, I'm like, no, that doesn't look right. Yeah, I, I think they messed up with that. They should have made him look like an elf, and then somehow he transported trans uh few, whatever 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 you want to call the process. He transformed into a like a legit human and just looked different. Yeah, I think that's what they should have done yeah. instead of making like you said a human face on an elf, which no other elf has yeah, a they, human face. All, yeah, he looked very much different than than the rest, but he also seemed to be Santa's favorite towards the end. I'm just saying. Uh, he, they actually say in the movie, I think that Belsnickel was his favorite. Okay, well, so maybe that's why he looks different. I don't know. I will say probably about during the middle portion of the movie. Honestly, I don't even remember what they were doing. It was Jack was going to get something. It, it was like a plant to help save the reindeer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. want to say it was Blitzen um, that got injured by Jola, the Yule Cat. That was to cure uh, cure the elves. Oh, yeah, of, okay, okay, yeah. Of their, yeah. What, their, their mischief. Evil, their evilness, yeah. Their mischief. They had turned evil. That's right, and um, Mrs. Claus was curing. That whole subplot of the movie, I was so bored with. Well, no, I liked it. I like how Jack found his courage because of the cookies. 
which I really need to watch this movie again. You, you have you have to watch this. You have to watch the movie. I don't want to give away the actual recipe to the cookies, but um, Mrs. <laughs> Ms., no, seriously, Mrs. Claus gave him certain kind of cookies, and he found his courage with one cookie in particular. And then you find out later something about it. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, go go watch it. Uh, so yeah, I, I regardless, I didn't find that very interesting. That little portion. It just, it brought it down. I want more Santa. I don't want more of this, this boy Jack. No offense. But Goldie Hawn. He, he's not, Kurt, n- neither of them are Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. But it's Goldie Hawn. They should have done like Joaquin Phoenix in Joker and made him in every single scene. You've never seen a movie, so you wouldn't know. But there was so much chaos going on, they had to split duties. So what do you want to do? I want more Kurt Russell. Sorry. I want more Jailhouse Rock. Well, yeah, we all want more Jailhouse Rock. And not whatever that airport high school musical <laughs> BS was going on. So, closing thoughts. I enjoyed it. It's not my favorite. And I think... Do, do you hope there's a third one? Based off this one, do okay. you want a third one? So, in the movie, Kate mentions to Santa... That uh, she should move to the North Pole because she knows how to speak Elvish and, you know, she knows how everything operates. She's already been there before now. Um, So, yeah, I would love to see a third one where somehow Kate becomes a permanent resident of the North Pole. Can she turn into an elf? Well, no, but like... I mean, can she? I don't know. Maybe. That... uh... They better do better graphics than Bell Sniffle. <laughs> I can't imagine what is there lore like. there that we're not being told yet that maybe she can convert to know. a uh, elf, or maybe like a Mrs. Claus in the making. Maybe like when they die off. Oh, like a spinoff. I don't know. Okay, well, I don't. I mean, Santa's been around for years. I don't know if they'll actually ever kill him off. In oh this, no no in no this no. Mo- well, I'm just saying. They'll just find a new Santa Claus. Well, I hope not because I enjoy this, but. At some point, I hope Kate becomes a more permanent resident. Whether it be, I don't know, an actual Claus member of the family or just some sort of helper. I think it would be cool to watch her take over the North Pole. Hopefully, Or, Je- or Mrs. Claus's village, as they say in the movie. Yeah. I would be okay if Jack didn't return. That's not nice. Jack is cute. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm just saying... His character was, it just didn't do anything for me in the movie. And I'm not being mean. I'm just saying, I just didn't like that portion. I mean, they could have wrote this entire movie without Jack or Bob. Oh, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would like to see Jack mature and see. I mean, since now he's been to North Pole, too. He's kind of. I'm just curious why they didn't bring Teddy in on all the adventure. Because he, he ended up being a believer at the end of the first one. Teddy's too old for all of this. So? These shenanigans are above Teddy. <laughs> He's got cars to steal. <laughs> From the deli parking lot. So what's your what's your closing thoughts? Um, I mean, I think that it's a movie that a lot of people would enjoy. Would it be their favorites? No, I don't think so. Um, but it is, it is enjoyable, especially for kids. Kids would really enjoy this. My kids do. Our kids, not mine. I mean, they're mine when they're bad, obviously, but whatever. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, definitely more kids oriented, maybe not oriented, but. The, the the kids will definitely gravitate towards these two movies. Yeah. 
more so than other Christmas movies. So if you're wanting, if you're getting that family night together, you're like, hey, let's let's binge some Christmas movies, or you're doing the 25 Days of Christmas, or whatever. Yeah, was it ABC Family used to do 25 Days of Christmas? Heck yeah! I used to actually watch a lot of that. But yeah, I think it's a great family movie, and if you're in the mood for something for the family, you know, you want a little movie night at home. Personally, if you haven't seen the first one, start with the first one, obviously. Mm-hmm. First one's going to be the best. And then watch the second one right after it. Because, it, I, like I said, it complements each other very well. I will say the feelings hit more in the first one than the second one. Well, yeah. Have Aside the, from that one airport scene with Kate, but yes. But yeah, because well, it all all their the feelings in the two movies revolve around their dad. That's true. Well, and... Now that you think about it. And, I mean, you have... Uh, I mean, like you said, not to be reviewing the first one, but the first one, you know, Teddy comes back around to the idea of Santa and kind of pulls out of his bad ways, which I've, I enjoy as a mom watching him turn his crap around. Right. So that got me in my feels <laughs> because I'm like, there's hope. <laughs> so we're going to close out this review with normally right at the end, I'll give a score, but I don't feel like the score... Honestly, the score changes for me. Uh, it could be days afterwards that the score changes for me. Like, I watched the 90s action movies in November. And I think I gave The Rock 5 out of 5 stars. And then maybe a couple weeks later, I was like, eh, drop it back down to 4. You start learning to compare it to other movies within the genre. And... How can you give this five stars when it's not nearly as good as a five-star Christmas movie, right? Sure. Like The Grinch. No. Okay, yeah. It's like you can't... close to it. If you give The Grinch... Let's say you give The Grinch four and a half stars. I'm not saying it's four and a half stars. Why would you? And you give this... You can't give this four or four and a half because that's saying, oh, this is almost as good as that movie. You can't do that, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So it's all about comparing with other movies, I think. So we're going to give you uh, our ratings, and then we're going to give you whether you should buy it, sell it, or skip it. But the weird thing is, it's on Netflix only. So is this going to be something, if you have a Netflix, that you should watch? Is it something that is a subscription getter? Or do you just skip this movie altogether? What is your score? I gave it a generous three. Three? A generous three. I So two and a half for me is an average movie. Mm-hmm. That is, it's not bad, it's not great, just average. Mm-hmm. Anything above that, three is good, four is great, five is amazing. That's how I review movies. I go, I go really in depth to this. Apparently. Yeah. And then anything below two and a half means it sucks. <laughs> like there's no character development, uh, the score sucks, the dialogue sucks, number of issues, mm-hmm. bring it down. I gave Hot Rod. This is off topic. I oh, gave I hot, hot Rod. Let's let's <laughs> I get ori- on this topic. <laughs> I originally gave that five stars. Why? And then <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but not that much. And then I started thinking about it. And I'm like, I really love that movie, but that's not five stars. Cool, I dropped cool it down. Beans, beans, cool beans. <laughs> so I dropped it back down to two, <laughs> which what? is yeah. Okay, well I wouldn't have dropped it down to two. I still probably would have given it a solid like three and a half, four. Well, no, if you look at it from a movie perspective now nah, i look at it from the way it makes me laugh well no 
See, that's what I'm saying. We. This is why I told you before we started the review. Mm-hmm. You can give it a three out of five or a four out of five, and that doesn't mean you'd watch it again. Does that but make sense? I would totally, I've totally watched Hot Rod. No, that's what I'm saying. Just because you rate it high doesn't mean you would watch it again. Just Actually. because you rate it low doesn't mean you wouldn't watch it again. Okay, well, I'm going to rate based on whether I would watch it again. <laughs> that's, okay. That's me personally. So. so you gave it three out of five. I gave it three out of five as well. I gave the first one four out of five. Twinsies. Okay, well, I give the first one like a 4.5. Like I loved the first one. We watched it all year long in anticipation for the second one. And then the second, the second one came out, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's still good, but like I said, not compares. It does not compare to the first. In your professional opinion. Because I am such a professional. You are. So. Considering I'm having to explain all this to you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's been a long day. <laughs> Would you buy a Netflix subscription for this movie? Specifically this one? Probably not. Probably not. Would you, if you had a Netflix subscription, would this be a immediate watch? Yes, just because I'd be interested. Okay. I agree. It, I don't think it's something, if you're not a Netflix subscriber... I don't think it's something that you go out and sign up for Netflix for to watch. I think they have several other movies, Netflix originals, you know, TV shows and whatnot that are subscription getters. This is not one of them. If you're wanting to watch the first one, uh, I I don't think that is a subscription getter. While it's great and all, I don't think it's worth fifteen bucks a month to. I, I object. But that's just my personal opinion. Well, I'm saying, would you go out and if you were on the fence of getting a Netflix subscription, mm-hmm. would the Christmas Chronicles Part 1 be something you would go out and spend $15 a month to watch? Absolutely. I love it. It's not a subscription getter. Mm-hmm. Is it a subscription keeper now? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would go out and get a Netflix subscription. Netflix subscription for Daredevil and the Punisher series. Those are subscription getters. We literally just tell Alexa to play Christmas movies all day through Netflix. So this would be my reason for getting Netflix. I say if you have it, watch it. It's a first week, second week. You know, watch it immediately. Yeah, I think it's a great, great family movie. It's a good Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think we can both agree on that. Yep. Uh, it it like it's good enough to watch. It's not. I wouldn't skip it by any means. And uh, if you watch it and or if you have seen it, let us know what you think. Drop a comment on our Facebook page and let us know what you think of this movie. Let us know what you think of Sexy Santa Claus. And let us know if you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie because it's not. Listen, listen, Linda. <laughs> We could have this discussion all day, and you won't win. So we're just going to leave it at that. Die Hard, officially a Christmas movie. Not. So I think that's going to conclude our review for this week. The Christmas Chronicles Part 2, only on Netflix. So go check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, Make sure you watch Part 1 before Part 2, obviously. And I don't think you're going to be disappointed regardless of if you watch it or not. Mm -hmm. I, I I think people will enjoy it. It's not a bad movie. Uh, it's definitely enjoyable. It's just whether it's better than others out there. 
I think that's where we where we land on it at this point. Yeah. Well, we appreciate y'all joining us this week. Uh, coming up in the near future, Die Hard and Review, Terminator and Review. I'm still undecided what we're going to do in January. Patreon supporters will be able to vote for what we do uh, in January. So if you want to vote and hear us review one of your movies, then by all means, go on Patreon, subscribe, and start voting. Are you doing another movie review before Christmas? Uh, on a Christmas movie? No, just in general. Uh, we are planning on doing Tenet. just got released today, the 15th. Mm-hmm. That's a Christopher Nolan movie. It was one of the last big blockbusters. Or actually, that got released during, I, I can't say the word because we have rules, but the C word. Okay. That was the last big blockbuster that got released. So that just came out through early access. So we're going to check that out. Wonder Woman 84 comes out on Christmas Day. Day. Mm-hmm. So we're going to review that as well. But like nothing. I just want to know if I can tell everybody Merry Christmas because we're not going to see or they're not going to hear from you again until afterwards. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all I needed to know. And you went into this tyrant about uh, stuff I don't really care about. <laughs> to be honest. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to invite you back on the show anymore. I said tyrant. I think I meant tirade, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, and then we're also contemplating whether we're going to review the New Mutants movie as well. So those are three movies uh, in the near future. If I can watch Monster Hunter without going to the theaters, we will be able to watch. We will be able to review that as well. So that's four movies this month that are not part of reviews. And I'm so excited for movies to start coming out again, so we can start talking about them. And by we, we, I mean Christian and I. Oh, well, when can we start reviewing Hallmark, Christian? Chris, I said Christian. <laughs> Christmas Do you movie. need to tell me something about you and Christian? I don't. He's always on my mind. Not really. No, Hallmark Christmas movies. It would be like the uh, same review every time. Yeah, it would be. No, it wouldn't be the same review every time. You'd be like, oh my God, this is the most amazing movie ever. I'm like, guys, you need to skip this. They saved their very phone. <laughs> skip this shit. This is, this is the same exact movie every single time. Well, it's just a question. I'll start my own little series. Hallmark Christmas movie reviews. Bye. <laughs> Christmas Christina. But we appreciate y'all joining us, and we'll catch y'all next time. Peace out, Girl Scout. So embarrassing. Can you leave that out?